You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. Okay, there is some weird energy happening in my brain right now. I am your host and podcast producer and podcast coach, my new title, Emily Milling. And today we're talking about 10 ways to repurpose your podcast content like a boss. Are you sick of wasting your time on content? Well, why the heck aren't you reusing your podcast to make your life easier, hun? In this episode, I'm sharing my top 10 ways to repurpose your podcast content like a boss, which is what I just said, but I thought I should just drive it home, right? Because why not? Repetition. Isn't that a marketing thing? Okay. So full disclosure, I haven't eaten dinner. I feel, I think that's probably why I'm like a little bit loopy right now, just a little bit, but that means you're in for a super fun, high energy show. And I'm really excited about this. Before I get into this, if you haven't already, you should start by listening to episode 34 of this podcast, using your podcast as a content map. This is going to help you organize your content properly to support your goals. And then once you've done that, you can dive into this super cool list. Number one blog post. Take your show notes and embellish the story a bit to turn it into an SEO-optimized blog post. I do this with every episode. In the blog post, you're going to make sure you've embedded a podcast player right at the top with the corresponding episode. Then you're going to use the blog post link to share in your social feeds. The more traffic you drive to your website, the better. Search engines love it. If you need an example of any of these, by the way, you can head over to my website, theultimatecreative.com, What I'm sharing with you here is literally exactly how I repurpose all of my content. You you can also find the link in the show notes will take you to this episode page on the website, which has the embedded player anyway, and the blog post anyway, number two, audiograms, take a short 30 to 60 second clip from each episode and turn it into an audiogram. And I've got a full tutorial that shows you exactly how to do that using an app called Headliner. You could find that link again in the show notes. So you're going to create an audiogram that is sized for each platform that you plan to share to. So for example, if you want to share to your stories, you'll create a vertical one. If you want to share to YouTube, you'll create a horizontal audiogram. Speaking of which, Headliner will automatically create audiograms with your podcast's RSS feed so that you can just post entire episodes directly to YouTube. Whoa. YouTube channel content is there. It's done. The end. All right, number three, quote graphics. These are so powerful. And people eat them up on social media. If you say something particularly profound, and I don't think this is the episode where I'm going to say anything particularly profound, make a quote graphic out of it and share it everywhere. Do this for your guests as well. And if you need some help figuring out how to do that for your guests, listen to the last episode, which talks about using guests to grow your audience. Number four, social captions. You can pull content directly from your show notes to create social media captions. I like writing more long form and giving my followers an outline of the key highlights of an episode so they know exactly what they're in for. It's digestible and it's providing value even with a summary and it's dead easy. And now I want to add Number 4A, which is a bonus. So another thing that I do for social media is I will take highlights of each episode or 
little pieces that I think are really helpful. And I'll create like a carousel post. And if you've seen my Instagram, you've probably seen these before, but these are actually really good at creating more engagement. I am finding because the swipe through with the carousel is like step one, hit record. Step two, talk into the microphone. Step three, stop recording. Like these really simple carousel posts that I make that show people step-by-step what to do using the highlights from an episode are so effective and you can create them in Canva and it takes you like five minutes because you've already actually written the text down in your show notes. You've written those highlights down. It's all done. Number five, an email for your list. Okay, truly this is a no-brainer. It's a really easy way to stay engaged with your email list. Hello, nurturing and stay top of mind so that when it's time to sell an offer, you've already got their attention. Not to mention email is a great way to get people to actually listen to your podcast, especially if they're clicking through to the blog post that you've written to go along with it. Am I right? Am I right? We're coming full circle here. We got to be holistic with our content planning. We got to make it work for us. I like to write my emails similarly to my social posts, but with a bit more of a story if I can. And I like to personalize it a little bit. Typically, I'll write my emails the same day my podcast airs so that I can talk about topical things and make it really friendly and fun um, and, you know, relate it back to what's going on in the world or in my world or in their world, whatever it happens to be. Because I'm copy and pasting most of that content, all I really need to do is write like something I would say to a friend if I'm like, Oh, you should totally listen to this episode. It covers blah, blah, blah. Thing I copy and pasted. Great. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. I guess is how I would end that email. It's not. You will write a much better email than what I've just described. Okay. Continuing on the email train number six, an email funnel. So while we're on it, if you've got an offer that you promote once in a while and a freebie lead magnet that is intended to drive people to that offer... You can take old episodes and turn them into a nurture funnel that continues to provide value to newcomers to your circle. Remember, not everyone getting those freebies has heard every episode, so why not share that out? What I also find is every time I'm relaunching an offer, I can build on that nurture funnel that I'm sending out to people every couple of weeks or so with these stories, these transformation stories, with the new content that I have created from the new launch, right? So I'm just building and building and building upon it. And again, because people haven't seen all of the content or listened to all of the podcasts, it's still new to them. And it could also be a good opportunity to re-listen to things if it happens to be particularly important at that time, right? Number seven, an online course. So if you've got an old course or something that you're not promoting anymore, but it's got some great content, why not grab the audio from those recordings and create a hands-on experience that teaches your audience how to do something? Better yet, you can use one or two of the first videos in your course to give people a sample of what it would be like to join your course. Boom, boom, boom. We're just raking in all kinds of time and money right now. Kirsten Jordan over at Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, who I reference a lot on this podcast, I'm realizing, used some case studies from her course as early podcast episodes. So you could do that too. Use your podcast episode as case studies for your students. I did that in Podcast Rocket. I shared out a couple of stories that I thought would be really helpful at particular times of the program. So in week one, I shared out Nicola Holmes episode, which talks all about getting through that first initial like overwhelm feeling of 
there's too much to plan. I don't know what to do and, and how she got through it and what happened after that so that the students were able to hear like, oh, okay, I can do that too. It was actually really, really effective. Number eight, IG Lives and Facebook Lives. This is a great way to do double duty with your time and energy. And in fact, it's how Liat Horowitz kicked off her podcast. She took existing recordings from her famed Minx Your Morning IG Lives and we turned them into podcast episodes. She recorded an intro to explain that it was originally alive and then we put them out into the world. Number nine, group coaching sessions. This can be really effective if you are a coach or a service provider and you're on group coaching calls a lot. So with everyone's permission, of course, hit record on a group call and share a behind-the-scenes experience for what it's like to work with you. But also, it's less work on your part. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. We don't want to do 8 billion hours of work all day, every day. That's just not what we're built to do. We're built to relax. I'm really hammering that home because I just love time. It's great. Okay. And the final of the top 10 ways to repurpose your podcast content. Number 10, highlight reels. Every year or every quarter, you could share a highlight reel episode of the best episodes throughout the year. Episodes that you know were audience favorites. So you can look at the metrics to find that out. Episodes that will continue to provide high value for old and new listeners. All you got to do is pick the clips that you love and record yourself for 10 minutes outlining what you loved about each one. You know what? If you've been doing your audiograms this whole time, just grab the audiogram clips. Seriously. Grab them, put them in a little line on your multi-track editing software platform, Audacity, GarageBand, Audition, whatever it is. And then record little wraparounds around it, like, this part of this episode was great, and here's why. Then you put the clip of the episode. And that's it. Those are my top ten. I'm going to just list them out here for you again. Number one, a blog post. Number two, audiograms. Number three, quote graphics. Number four, social captions. Number five, an email for your list. Number six, an email funnel. Number seven, an online course. Number eight, IG Lives and Facebook Lives. Number nine, group coaching sessions. Number 10, highlight reels. And that's it. So now you can go forth and effortlessly copy and paste the majority of your existing work and reuse it on other platforms. And it all stems from your podcast content. To put this into action, you can head over to my website. I've got the link in the show notes, of course, and download my 52-week content planning template to start planning your content, stay organized, Get rid of that extra overwhelmed feeling you get whenever you start thinking about what you need to be posting on social media or sharing here or there, whatever. It works. Trust me. It's a great, great tool. That's it. Have a lovely Tuesday. This has been one heck of an episode. I'd love to hear what you think. If you have a quick hot second here at the end of this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. I would love to hear what you think. And I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. This podcast was produced by me, Emily Milling, and edited by Laura Clark. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative. 